0: What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome into the CHGO Bulls Podcast. Hope everybody had a great Fourth of July and still have all of their fingers and toes. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my guy Big Dave at BAWL Sports. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. Our guy Will to go Gottlieb off today, rocking with us behind the controls. It's our friend and our producer Stephen. Who shout out. For the incredible job that you and your crew did for the Blackhawks yeah. NHL draft stuff down in Nashville last week, that was awesome. I loved every bit of that.
1: Yeah, I want to talk to Stephen about Nashville. Stephen, all, right let's, all right, let's hear
0: about to- it.
2: Let's go, Stephen. What you got for me? I hear me.
1: I got questions about Nashville. How was it? How'd it go? How was everything?
2: You know, uh, this is a weird thing to say because it was a work trip, but man, it was a lot of work. Like I was kind of expecting more of like that leisure time. Wow, yeah. it was. Uh, I guess when you have the number one pick in drafts, it calls for a little bit of extra. But it was, was a good your time, first
1: though. Time? That's your first time in Nashville?
2: It was my second time. I went for a bachelor party once.
1: So you don't remember it. OK, great. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, right. it, was nice. right. it was
2: nice having a memory of it this time. It's great.
1: That's good, man. No, it looked great. It looked like what yeah. you guys were doing were nice. Your Airbnb looked awesome. I didn't get a tour of it. But from what I saw, it looked really awesome. Well, well
2: uh, there was uh, definitely uh, the bed I was in. I don't know if those sheets were clean. There was definitely some makeup that was left over on there. Oh, OK. Like, yeah. <laughs> Was... and it wasn't makeup that rubbed <laughs> off
0: from a uh a overnight visitor of yours it sir? No,
2: no. unfortunately it was just me and mario in there so that would have been really uncomfortable <laughs> for <him>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well we all know mario yeah. loves the makeup yeah plus it was a bunk yeah,
2: right. bed. that was top bunk so that wouldn't have been great for him
0: <laughs> okay
1: that's fair that's fair but overall but overall it was a lot of work but but it was fun and yeah, a it was lot a of good bridge, food but, looked like.
2: yeah i'm really proud of what all the csgo blackhawks guys did i mean you know, when you go into something like that, you want to hit yeah. it out of the park. And those guys hit it out of the park. It was awesome.
0: I mean, truly. Yeah. I saw on uh, Greg's Instagram earlier today that CSGO Blackhawks is the n- number five uh, NHL podcast yeah. in America on Apple Podcasts yeah. wow. after all Amazing. of that incredible
2: work they did for the NHL okay, draft. That's awesome. I believe they're, they're in the top 150 overall for sports podcasts as well.
0: Let's go. Oh, they're, just, they're just crushing Let's go. it right <laughs> <Awesome. CHO laughs> Hawks crew killing it. Glad you had a good time, man. Uh, Speaking of work hard, play hard business trips, Big Dave and Will and I are on our way to Vegas the day after tomorrow because Summer League is right around the corner. I'm hyped. I know Big Dave is hyped. I know Will is hyped. We're going to be meeting up with the rest of our All-City NBA crews from DNVR and PHNX. We will talk about all things Summer League uh, for most of today's show, but we wanted to start... With something that has been circulating the NBA and Bulls Twitter sphere over the last 48 hours or so, a particular former Windy City Bulls player uh, who comes from incredible NBA genes and bloodlines, Bull Bull uh, Woj tweeted this uh, yesterday, Fourth of July afternoon. The Orlando Magic have waived Bull Bull Bulls fans took this tweet and ran with it. Dave, I was not expecting this much hype from Bulls Nation about the prospect of adding Bull Bull to their roster for the upcoming season. I mean, we we could talk about his numbers. We could talk about the fact that he finally had a season last year with Orlando where he played a significant number of games and what he did in those games. But what was your reaction to, first, Bulls fans being so enamored with this idea? Because that caught me Mm -hmm. off guard. Uh, not me. I, I I'm not shocked by it. To be
1: honest with you, um, one because anybody that's become available, Bulls fans immediately they're like, this belongs to us. <laughs> we we want them. We got them. We need James Harden's
0: asking for a trade,
2: y'all.
1: <laughs> hey, come on, bring them in. You know, anybody who's available, they automatically become a Chicago Bull. Uh, one thing though about it, Matt, is Bo Bo is a NBA Twitter darling. They love Bobo Bo on NBA Twitter, man. Like he is just that kind of guy. Two, he definitely has ties to the Bulls. You know, playing with G League affiliate, so he definitely has those kind of two ties right there. But it's just the fact that he's young, he's long, he's super big, and the Bulls definitely need more height. And he's just fun, you know. Like Bobo, is Bo, watching him play basketball. You're just like, yeah, I want this dude to do well. I want this dude to be something because you're watching this seven foot tall guy cross you over go to the bucket and just do things that normal guys aren't supposed to do and also when you toss in the fact that when binyama is the new guy uh along with chet holgren who looked awesome in his summer league uh game i think he had 15 nine and four blocks he looked really polished really smooth so getting a guy like bobo people are automatic, automatically thinking about well we got to compete we got to stay with this new trend you know because Wemby and Bull Bull
0: are the same player just because they have similar (laughs) builds like come
1: on yeah but they they just want guys who can keep up you you've got one well I want one that's really what that is man oh they've got this guy oh well we want one of those guys too why can't we have one of those guys and Bull Bull can play like I'm not gonna sit here and talk like he can't play like he can definitely play but he keeps, he keeps not finding the right situation. Like, even though he was in the Magic, I don't know how much of him you watched uh with the Magic, but it just felt like he didn't fit in that team. Like, he would do things that were awesome, but it just felt like he didn't fit. I don't know where he fits. I don't even know if he fits on the Bulls or if you think uh, he fits on the Bulls, but we'll, we'll see. But, it, yeah, Bull, I wasn't shocked. Bulls fans went, went kind of crazy with that.
0: I mean, he... Played 70 games for Orlando last season and 33 of those 70 were starts, Mm. but Orlando, like they got a pretty crowded front court with all those various guys. So I guess credit to him that with all of those front court pieces, Orlando had last season that he was getting that much run, including nearly half of his games being starts. But I mean, nine points, 5.8 rebounds, 1.2 blocks. I, you know, for a guy his size, okay, yeah, he shot fifty-four and a half percent from the field. Good. If you're seven foot two and your most of your looks are inside and putbacks and dunks and whatnot, your field goal percentage better be that high. People talk about him as a, as a guy who can be a threat, spacing the floor for his size. Hmm. He shot twenty six percent from three last season, and <laughs> on, on not that many attempts. He's seven foot two, and for the most part in the NBA, he's been a power forward. And Bulls fans might be saying, well, that's fine because, look, our center rotation, Vooch is back, Drummond's back. We don't need another center. Throw Bull Bull out there in the power forward rotation behind Patrick Williams and whoever else Billy might be using. Mm -hmm. But that's, to me, the big question. Would Billy actually put Bull Bull in his rotation? Would he make Billy's rotation with the pieces that we are bringing back, the pieces that we've added? You know, I know Javon Carter is back or whatever, but like, I mean, Torrey Craig's going to play. Right. Torrey Craig's probably going to play a lot of power forward. And I know Mm -hmm. Bulls fans are also obsessed with this idea of like, let's slide Patrick Williams to the three. Maybe we'll see Torrey Craig starting over Patrick Williams. You know, I don't know how that goes. I just don't see Bull Bull getting minutes on this team because I don't honestly think he's that good. There's Mm -hmm. also the fact that he has had a lot of injury issues over the course of his career which is not surprising for a guy with his frame. Yes, correct. Um he still has developing to do.
1: He's 23. Uh he still has some development to do. I think he's gotten better every year uh since he's been in the NBA. Uh but he keeps bouncing around. Like Denver, you know, and everybody was great, going crazy and then, you know, to Orlando and now being waived because like you said, Orlando's front court is pretty crowded. It's hard to find room for those kind of guys in that big old front court that they have. So That's one of the reasons I'm sure that they let him go. But it's just he's just a interesting thing. Like people call him a unicorn, you know, like all these things, man. He's he's one of those guys that if you look at him and you see him and you're like, man, if this guy develops into something, we hit the jackpot. He's a risk to take. You know, you're rolling the dice on somebody like that. I don't know if the Bulls are in a position to roll the dice, you know what I'm saying, on, on somebody right now. I don't know. Um, but he's not a guy, Billy Donovan. To answer your question, Matt, like he's not a guy that Billy Donovan is going to put in the rotation. Like, he, just going by what I've seen, Billy Donovan, he's not do, a Billy Donovan player. Yeah, just going Billy by Donovan what I've seen loves Billy
0: Donovan loves do. guards and mm-hmm. forwards who can shift around in the front court and undersized yeah. front courts. Yeah,
1: that's been his thing for a while. Like, he has no problem running four guard lineups, that's that's his thing. And so, bring, bring a seven foot tall, seven foot two guy. Who doesn't? Who won't get you two or three blocks? You know, like that one point two blocks a game kind of eh, like you seven two fam. Yeah. Like, like, no. can I get two blocks out of you? You know what I'm saying? Only because you're all arms and legs, and that's the only reason I kind of say that. But he's just a fun player. But I don't know if Billy Donovan wants to have fun. Donovan <laughs> see <laughs> <laughs> like you want to have that kind of fun, man. So I don't know. I think a team like the Lakers might take a flyer on him. I would prefer something like that. Billy
0: Donovan wants to
1: win. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't going to be about no fun. It's about winning and I'm okay with that. So yeah, like teams like the Lakers, I see kind of him going to, but I don't see the Bulls making a move on a guy like this. And if they do, I promise you, he's going to be G League affiliated once again.
0: I mean, I saw some video that somehow found its way into my Twitter feed this morning of some Lakers Twitter head talking, saying, like, dude, Bull Bull is the missing piece. The Lakers add Bull Bull, and we are winning the chip next season. And I was like, who do people think this guy is? Because he ain't that. If, if the difference uh, between your team winning the chip and not winning the chip is Bull Bull, then you're not Ooh. an NBA team because that, in no Ooh. reality, is Bull Bull a difference maker mm-hmm. to winning a championship in the NBA. I'm sorry, I, I'm, I'm not trying oh, to be disrespectful. True. I, I just don't see it. And for all of the pissing and moaning Bulls fans do, and I'm including myself in that label, about the fact that, for the love of God, can we add some people who can shoot the ball around Zach mm-hmm. and Demar? Bull Bull can't shoot. I know he's a front court piece, but. We would also like our frontcourt pieces in an ideal world to be able to shoot. Bulls fans like the fact, I think for the most part, that we added Javon Carter and Torrey Craig because they can shoot. Yes. I, I do not understand this obsession with Bull Bull. I really don't. Yeah, changing your shooting, saying you want to change your shooting profile and
1: then go and get a guy who shoots 26% from three, it's, it's kind of going against the grain about that aspect of it. And like I said, like if you get him, Matt, it's not like he's going to be the guy to play. Like he will become the fan favorite. That's what he would be. He would be the guy when the Bulls are up by 20 that everybody's rooting for and cheering for Bo, 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 Bo. Like that's what it would be like that. You want to see him jump in the game. Yay. He's in. Hooray. No, (laughs) it's not going to be the case. They're going to go get a veteran or something like that and, and see what, see what happens with that. But I'm not here to criticize Bo Bo. I think he has some skill, like for real, he really does have some skill for a guy his size and, the, and what he can do as far as getting the rebound and running the floor and bringing it up and still crossing you over and finishing, you know, in the lane. But it's his, the fact that he doesn't have the weight on him yet. And it's the fact that, like Matt said, he gets injured. You know, those things occurred. There's a reason, you know, that he had his best season. It's because he played the most games he's ever played. You know, he, he was relatively healthy, you know, this time. So, and he has nine points. This is the most. Everything he did with Orlando was the most. And it didn't translate to victories either for, mm-hmm. for Orlando having him out there. So, yeah, maybe the 15th gallon on your roster, sure, you know, on a team like that. If you're not a team that's looking to win, maybe he gets that opportunity to play much, much more like Orlando did. So we'll see what he feels, though, because he might want to say, let me go to a place where I know I can play. He might he might want that. But as of right now, I just don't see it as far as him com- coming to the Bulls.
2: Guys, yeah, I did uh, just create a poll on this question. It said, would he be in favor of the Bulls signing Bull Bolt?" What do you think the results are right now?
1: Um, I would say 85% I hope they're... say yes.
2: Back,
0: <laughs> if you're you above 50%, yes, I, I'm getting up and leaving. Well,
2: I got good news. It's overwhelmingly no. 70, 70% yes! right now are saying no, they don't, they don't. Come on. My faith
0: in the overall intelligence of <laughs> Bulls Nation has been
2: restored. Yeah, Thank it went you. from one to two. That's
0: what i <laughs> That's Joel Hernandez said, we need an option in the poll that says, meh. I mean, <laughs> no, that's, that's certainly how I would feel, if not just, a, not an overwhelming no. Like, that's, you know, like, I'm not trying to bash football. I just don't see how he helps this team. But you know what? Yeah, let's sign him. Let's get Taco yeah. Fall in a Bulls jersey. Let's just No, don't all, put him. In, no, know. don't do that. <laughs> don't put him in the
1: Taco Fall category. He is not Taco you, Fall. Are he are can play. About? He can play. I'm telling you, Bobo can play. Yeah. He just needs more development on his game, man. But yeah. he can really, truly play.
0: Uh, Bobby in the comments uh, with a legitimate question saying why he got waived by the Magic. I don't think uh, teams give up on young players that easy. Uh, and that speaks a lot. I mean, yeah, we obviously have not heard any specific reasons for why they waived him other than they waived him because they have decided they don't need him. Um, yeah. so there's that, so there's that, uh, we'll see the other element to this. And then we can, uh, take our first break and move on to summer league stuff is talking about 15, you know, end of the bench guys. And that might being only, you know, all bull bull is, if he does come here with the bulls already have that, his name's Marco Simonovic, he's tall, he's lanky. He never plays. And the day after tomorrow, which is also the beginning of NBA Summer League, Marco's not playing in Summer League this year. You know, he's uh, already done his two years. Yeah. His deal for this upcoming season becomes fully guaranteed on July 7th, this Mm -hmm. Friday, if the Bulls do not waive him before that. Very curious to see what happens in the next 48 hours. Do we get where the Bulls waive him? Or is AK going to double down again on Marco still being kept around for some inexplicable reason because Billy never plays that guy never. never i mean we see a couple of appearances in garbage time in a handful of games here and there so we, yeah we we yeah. we already have a tall lanky guy that Billy doesn't play <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah we do and we and we have that guy that would be I'm very interested in that as too Matt cuz it would kind of say what they kind of feel about Marco, you know, mm-hmm. getting him back. Like if they's like, well, we want to give him another shot to see if there's a chance that he can still develop into something or just letting him go saying, you know what? It didn't work out for us. We tried it. We tried to see what it could be. Didn't work out. Not not for us. So I'm very interested to see it because he's and I know people like to pick on Marco and you should because he has not been good. But he has gotten better every year. Like I've watched him in that league. He's gotten better every year. He hasn't gotten NBA ready better. It's not to that point yet where I'm like comfortable him being on the floor, but he's gotten better, you know, and, and if they're looking at that, looking at it that way, then they might go ahead and guarantee his contract. But if they're looking at it in a way of, can he contribute to an NBA team right now, then he'll definitely be cut. <laughs> he won't be on the squad because he's not in that position yet. So we'll see. We'll see if he gets, gets that shot, man. We'll see
0: uh rob said you gotta go marco he's been given a fair run meanwhile sahism said marco season incoming <laughs> lmm85 cool. marco is a bum thrown hat saying cut that guy <laughs> uh yeah there's there's not a whole lot of people we got one in here who still has faith in, in the, the marco hours being a thing yeah. uh and to j1 ggs and jelly uh, I am not in a bathroom, nor am I in a hospital room. I'm up in the loft at my folks' place here at Mish. This is the uncle's quarters. Uh, and that behind me is a curtain that is like a room separator of our space up here. Because, yeah. you know, I don't need to be looking at my brother's ugly mug all the time when I'm up here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's a divider.
0: <laughs> uh, there's We need some space.
1: We, I was yeah, about let's... to say that. It's, it keeps them close. That thing is the reason they're still tolerant of each other. It's right there, right there.
0: You know my brother very well. Because, uh, well it's
1: more so knowing you. <laughs> uh,
0: Just Joe, no, we will not be bringing back Maddie Legend. Let's go, um, Just Joe. Absolutely not. Uh, all right, oh. let's take right, let's take our first break here. When we come back on the other side, we'll dive into previewing NBA Summer League action, which starts in two days. While we're sharing these words from our friends and sponsors, do us a simple, quick favor. Hit that thumbs up button if you're watching along. Hanging out with us on YouTube. We greatly appreciate it. Helps us out a ton. And if you aren't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button as well. Subscribe to the CHO Sports YouTube channel. Big Dave, who's up first today? Oh, man, it's a question I haven't asked you in a long time. What time is it?
1: Oh, my God, game time who? Mm -hmm. It's been a minute since I've said this. But game time, ladies and gentlemen, buying tickets to your favorite event should not be a stressful thing. And game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets to all your sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing and just start chilling because game time will take care of it. You will get hyped up and ready. They got those flash deals and those last-minute tickets. The easy to find, find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. My personal favorite: images of the seat views. As a big fella, mm. I need to know what the seat arrangement is and where I need to be sitting. The lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, and even job loss protection. Game time, ladies and gentlemen, has your back. So download the game time app, create an account. Use the code CHGO get yourself twenty dollars off of your first purchase. That is CHGO is the code. Twenty dollars off of your first purchase. Terms apply. Download the Game Time app today because it's the last minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. Once again, my peck. What time is it? Game Time. Who? I'm gonna do it in Spanish next time. Ooh, qué hora
0: Tiempo de partido. <laughs>
1: oh. Who? I
0: I took some Spanish classes back in the day. Uh, Today's show. Speaking of taking classes, today's show is also brought to you by Lewis University, (laughs) whose students are just like you. They have full-time jobs. They got families that they got to raise and spend time with. And they're full-time sports fans. Mm. So how do you fit bettering yourself, furthering your education into all of that? You do it at Lewis University, which is located just 35 miles southwest of Chicago in Romeoville. It's ranked Mm -hmm. as one of the US News and World Report's top tier colleges and partners with numerous employers for tuition discounts and offers evening, online, and blended, blended scheduling formats to help you balance your work life, your family life, and your education. The faculty at Lewis University bring real world experience and instruction to the classroom, which is immediately relevant to your career. They offer career support and academic resources for their adult students. And they offer all kinds of different focuses and concentrations, programs, and departments to study criminal justice, data science, computer science, AI, cybersecurity, business analytics, finance, MBAs, project management. Whatever you want to study, you can do it at Lewis University. Discover how a degree from Lewis can help you build a better world around you. Learn more at lewis.edu slash You can do this. There's a website right there on your screen. If you're watching on YouTube, lewis.edu slash. You can do this.
1: All night long.
0: All night long. Uh, I'm excited for Summer League, Dave. Very much I saw a tweet of yours the other day. You are clearly geeked out levels of excited.
1: Yeah, what the hell is wrong? Listen. (laughs) What is wrong with Bulls fans sometimes, man? All I said, Matt, was I was excited to watch Julian Phillips, Daylon Terry, and Justin Lewis in a summer league. Bulls fans, oh my God, what do you mean you're excited to watch this? Mediocrity, trash, what the hell is wrong with y'all? You can't be, I can't be happy to watch a player play. I didn't say they were going to be good. I didn't say anything. I'm, I'm excited to watch them play in a summer league game, and you're angry about that. We gotta get y'all comfortable. Chill out. Relax.
0: Are you Damn. surprised? Are you saying you're surprised at the lack of mental health and happiness of both fans, Dave? <laughs> ah, not surprised, but taking exactly a back.
1: Exactly breaking front page <laughs> news, man. I'm still like, what in the hell? Like, still, man. Like, <laughs> what in the hell, though? It's summer league. And I, I what is what is the problem? I can't watch these players play. I can't be happy to watch. I ain't seen Justin Lewis since Summer League. I'm very happy to see that dude play out there in Summer League, man. Are you yeah. kidding me?
0: And, 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 dude, same. I'm excited. I'm excited to see a lot of these guys. We'll talk about some of the key guys we'll be looking at in Summer League. Before that, though, I wanted to quickly touch on this interesting rule change the NBA is considering implementing in the actual NBA, and they are testing it out in Summer League. Uh, Steven, if you have those graphics, there it is. This is from NBA Communications earlier today. The proposed in-game penalty for flopping will be in effect for prov- on a provisional basis for 2023 Summer League. If a flopping penalty is assessed by game officials, the opposing team will be awarded one free throw and possession of the ball. A player who commits a flop will be assessed a non-unsportsmanlike technical, who uh, which does not count as a personal foul or lead to ejection. Officials will not be required to stop live play to call a flopping violation. They can wait until the next neutral opportunity to stop play. So NBA PR tweeted that out. And then a little bit later, they quote tweeted it with this correction and an updated version rather than the opposing team, always getting possession after a flop, the league's resumption of play rules will apply. So the Mm -hmm. penalty now is not a technical free throw and possession. It is just a technical free throw and -hmm. the other rules are the same. So what do you think about this, Dave? And do you think that the initial rule of tech and possession is better or just a free throw is more adequate for a punishing of a flop? I think a free throw
1: is better uh, for it. Like you flop, you know, take your free throw. There it What We're good. I'm sure you feel different. I know how you feel about flopping, and I, and I can't wait to hear this rant. <laughs> um, but I'll say, like, I'm glad the NBA is doing something. Like, they have to do something about it, man. It it drives me crazy. We watch these games together, Matt. Like It drives us crazy watching these people flop and just do those things, man, and nothing gets done about it. So, yeah, I'm glad they're looking at it. I'm glad they're trying something out uh, for for these players so they can just stop this, man, because it really bothers me to no end. And now I'm wondering how far can it go? Is it something that coaches can challenge? Can coaches challenge and see – Like, no, he, that was not, that was a flop. Like, I want to challenge that. So I'm interested to see if they feel that way about it too. But yeah, man, like if you flop, yeah, I don't mind just giving you the free throw and moving on. Or if you, that's fine with me. I'm okay with that. Like, I'm not trying to stop the game and shut everything down just so I can point the finger at you and call you trash for for doing that. Like, cool, you did it. Shoot the free throw, move on, dog. But hopefully it helps. I'm glad they're doing something.
0: Uh, shout out to everybody in the comments chiming in. I saw a couple of people making la flop jokes about this new rule being instituted. Uh, Golden Force just said flop should result in suspensions. Bob agrees <laughs> with the LaFlop rule. Uh, you are correct in your uh, estimation, Dave. This is not a stiff enough penalty if it's just a technical free throw. It should be a technical free throw and possession like they originally had it. And it should also count towards ejection. If you get whistled for two technical (laughs) flops, you are out of there. Get your lazy trash ass off this NBA court because you don't belong here. Get that shit out of here. It Mm. drives me crazy. You know it drives Mm. me crazy. We Mm. grew up watching a much more physical brand of basketball, 80s, 90s, even the early 2000s era before the Malice at the Palace started to clean things up. Yeah, I like physical basketball. Sure, And I don't like ticky-tack fouls. But what I hate way more is guys trying to sell to the refs a foul that didn't exist and didn't happen. Yeah. It's shitty. It's cheap, low, dirty trick kind of crap. And it doesn't belong in this league. Americans like to make fun of like, uh, you know, European soccer and soccer in general because it's not a fascinating sport to them. And also, it's just people diving around trying to get the ref to give them a call to benefit their team. That has infiltrated the NBA. Yes. And it freaking sucks. So yeah. punish these people. <laughs> they they flirted with it for a while. Back in the day, they're like, oh, here's a fine for flopping. Here's a fine for flopping. LeBron got hit with one or two. He did. Bring it back. Yeah. Get flopping out of this. It's yeah. garbage. It's junk. And if you do it, you should be punished and your team should be punished. Yeah. Now, I don't want to
1: absolve. Uh let me add a little context to the 80s and 90s because they was flopping during them times too. Like Bill Lambeer, dude, Bill Lambert and Dennis Rodman were flopping. All right. They would that was what they were about. I'm just I'm just no no, I'm just adding the context. I'm not because they were also physical as shit. I'm not saying that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm just adding that context and layer to it. And that's the difference, is the physicality changed, but the flopping remains. And that's what's pissing young Matt Peck off with his Phil Mickelson shirt on. That's why he's
0: upset. <laughs> Pins and aces, baby. Pins Yay, and aces.
1: let's go. <laughs> uh,
0: but uh, speaking of my uh, attire and uh, surroundings, Steven said we have a super chat regarding the bathroom question. Let's do that okay, real quick, sure. and, then we'll, and, th- and then we'll talk about Dale and Terry. Uh, AK, shout out to AK, saying, my mom was over, and I had you guys on a big-ass TV. She said, why does this gent have a microphone in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> what appears to be a shower I get it. It does look like a shower curtain. It's not a shower curtain. <laughs> uh, but yeah, his mom's wondering, tell, dog. Like, tell damn. your mom we said hello, AK. What's up, um, Mama AK? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not being held against my will in Central <laughs> Hospital.
1: Blink twice, Matt. Uh, <laughs> You're okay, all right. All, right. all right. I
0: let's let's start with Dalen Terry because I sure. know Dave, you're excited to watch Dalen play. I have loved this footage that he has put out that the Chicago Bulls uh social media team has put out when they went out to the West Coast to visit him mm-hmm. doing his 5 a.m. workouts with DeMar DeRozan this offseason. Mm-hmm. I love that Dalen looks like he's added a little bit of like tone and muscle to his frame. He doesn't mm-hmm. look as scrawny maybe added a few pounds of muscle already this Mm offseason. But to me, it all comes down to we know what Dalen can do, even in the brief glimpses of what we saw in his limited playing time in his rookie year and what he did in college. He is an instigator and a scrappy as hell defender. And then he can turn that defense into offense with some of his transition play, his speed in transition, and the fact that he's actually a pretty decent distributor of the basketball he can't shoot that's the question to me i think that's the question for most bulls fans will we see any evidence in these summer league games dave of Dalen terry with maybe now also some time spent with the bulls recently hired shooting coach peter Patton? can he now shoot a three and have it go in the basket as opposed to the side of the backboard
1: that's yeah, what i'm that's, looking for it's the million dollar question um it's the main thing that kept him off the floor um, nothing else I can sit there and point to basketball wise was the reason he wasn't on the floor outside of him being a, a rookie. Um, but that's the main reason. That's the main thing people who uh, w- are talking about Dalen Terry, that's the thing. Three point shooting can't be able to do it. And what I've always liked about Daylin is he's not scared to take the shot, which is great. Which is what I like in my shooters when they're not scared to take it, but the rim was scared to make it go in. <laughs> so that's what he was struggling with. But watching him uh, um, in this offseason, you can kind of see his form has changed. You know, like his, the way he's shooting these threes has, has changed a little bit. Uh, so I'm interested to see if that's just something he was doing practicing or if that's something that's going to carry over uh, to the summer league. As far as him concerned, like he's, he's going to get better. Like nothing about how he approaches the game and what he does tells me that he's not going to be a better basketball player because he refuses to have it any other way. He said that after the offseason, I don't remember if it was on Twitter or if it was him just saying it, but saying that, no, dude, I don't don't like being on the bench and I don't plan on being on the bench again. I want to play. And he's putting in the work to show you that. Since the season ended, that's all you've seen is him going wherever their people were learning and playing basketball – That's where he's been at training, working. And then when DeMar, you know, put out the 5 a.m. call, he was there. Also, by the way, great video by the Chicago Bulls showing what DeMar DeRozan is doing Mm -hmm. with those guys at 5 a.m. What a way to let us in! I really appreciated that. That was really awesome. But yeah, man, he's, I expect something from him, Matt. I expect his growth. I really do. He's going to have the ball in his hands, which is where he's more comfortable. He's going to be running the point. He's a really, really good passer. His IQ is awesome, like and so and it and you know what he brings to the game as far as the the uh, the fire, you know that's just why how he plays the game. Everything hinges on that three point shot. Everything. Mm-hmm. If Dalen Terry comes into the game and goes two for three, I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> I'm gonna be going insane, talking all kinds of shit for that one summer league game. And then people will be telling me, relax, it's a summer league game. But I'll be telling him if he went 0 for 4, you'd be like, see, same old thing. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited to watch it. And, yeah, my, my hopes are high for, for Mr. Daylon Terry for sure. Uh,
0: Steven, can you put that comment back up from our pals, uh, C-Red UK, real quick? Because it kind of goes along with that, Um, you know, watching, talking about watching Daylon in summer league last season and the fire and being a leader. Uh, C-Red UK said he wants to see Daylon show some leadership. Uh, I need to see improvement on his shot, but at least if his shot is off, he'll chase it in for a rebound. We, I don't think we need to worry about Dale and Terry's leadership skills yeah. and or instincts. Like, Listen. Okay, <laughs> yes, he, he is now a seasoned vet of Summer League, as in you're either in year one or year two of Summer League. Um, he came in as a freshly drafted rookie to Summer League last year. Uh, Dave, I know you remember it too. We were both at that Bulls Knicks game uh, out in Vegas last summer and the summer league Knicks were running the bulls off the floor mm-hmm. and uh, John Bryant, the bulls summer league coach who side note will be their head coach uh, for summer league again, this season took a time out and Dale and Terry was yelling mm-hmm. at his teammates, mm-hmm. getting into them up mm-hmm. in their business. Mm-hmm. Like what the hell are y'all doing out there? Am mm-hmm. I the only one out there actually running up and down the mm-hmm. floor? Am I the only one out there actually playing defense every time down the play? Mm-hmm. Like Dalen has that gene. I'm not worried about that. I know we're going to see it again, especially now. You know, I, I don't know if they name like captains for summer league rosters. Maybe they do. Um, if if they do, Dalen's a captain because it's his second year in summer league. And that dude loves motivating his teammates.
1: Yeah. E- even in that same game, Matt, because I was like, kind of like right there on that same game though. After that timeout and everything occurred, when they were shooting free throws on the other end, Gail Terry was snapping on the bench, dog. Why ain't nobody talking? How come ain't nobody saying anything? They over there talking? Why can't we talk? We could talk too. Like, he just wanted some fire. Like, where, where's your passion, y'all? That's basically what he was asking them. What your mm-hmm. passion at? And I was like, I am in love. <laughs> this is exactly what I want. This is the shit I want right here. This is the kind of guy I want right here on this team. I need this. I need this kind of thing on this team. So, yeah, leadership, I don't worry. That's that's the reason I, I fell in love with him was the leadership. That's the reason I, it got there for me was seeing that stuff like that. The opportunity for him to get on the floor is what we're talking about, what we need to see. And not just get on the floor, Matt, but to stay on the floor, not to remove him because he can't shoot, or he's having problems handling the ball, or he's turning it over too much. No, I, I we need to see the growth in that area. And then it, it will be a much, much better player that, that we'll be looking at in Daylon Terry. But no, the leadership quality, the fire and all that, he, he's he got that. That's in him. that He's got that.
0: Uh, golden force in the comments said, if you could fuse Pat and Dalen together, we'd have a solution to many of our problems.
1: <laughs> Dude, we've been saying that Matt saying it all no, the time. No, if you no, take Dalen's brain and put it in no. Pat's body, we have a hell of a basketball player. We
0: just, <laughs> we just need to find ourselves a mad scientist. Who's willing That's to it. willing to go there. Uh, <laughs> Michael in the comments asking, does Dalen Terry have Denzel Valentine's summer league fire get mm-hmm. out? Um, <laughs> get out <laughs> just joe with a super chat saying i reckon terry will uh, be the next jimmy butler okay mm, okay okay okay, okay. <laughs> oh, we're, we're doing we're doing this with dalen now too after we did this with david nuaba we're gonna we're just, oh who's the next jimmy butler i got news for y'all <laughs> there isn't one yeah there that's a rarity no, there is no next jimmy butler that dude That's is a rarity, ladies and gents. one of one. And, I, and that comes from someone who's not a huge Jimmy Butler fan, as y'all know. Ooh. That dude is one of one. <laughs> you know, he's um, a special player. All right, let's, let's uh, take our second break. We'll come back. We'll dive into more of these Summer League guys, touch on Julian Phillips, Justin Lewis, and a few of the other fringe guys that we're looking forward to watching in Summer League. Big Dave. Beer. We all like it. I saw Steven
1: do the 999 challenge. That means he drank nine beers in nine innings. I saw him doing it. He did it in seven innings. All right? The man is special. All right? He likes beer. Matt Peg, come on. He likes beer. I like beer. We're all beer guys here. And the beer of our choice is the Goose Island Beer Company. They have awesome beers, awesome selection. The Goose IPA, that six-time medal winner at the Great American Beer Fest. Now, winning one or two medals, Yeah. Okay. Maybe, you know, maybe six, six times. It's good. All right. Bottom line. It's good. The tropical beer hug, or as I like to call it, the Herb Lawrence (laughs) 9.9 alcohol that is dangerously easy to drink as Herb proved to us by chugging three of them things. Still mind blowing to me. 312 wheat ale, which is the classic. And of course the Dave and Peck approved the Full Pocket Pills. The mm. Full Pocket Pills, y'all. The everyday beer, it's what the brewers are drinking and what the people who drink what the brewers are drinking are also drinking. So, why don't you go ahead and grab your one of that ultra-fresh, exclusive beer from the Goose Island Original brew house on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park or from their tap room on Fulton Street in West Town because it's the Goose Island Beer Company, y'all. It's Chicago's beer the true taste
0: of Chicago. I hope they got some goose out there in Vegas, man, because you know we need our goose. Don't need it. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at ComEd, whose energy efficiency program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve, helping manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. ComEd offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial industrial and public sector customers of all sizes across their vast territory Mm -hmm. Comet also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy saving opportunities for hvac systems, commercial commercial kitchen equipment and industrial processes Mm -hmm. big dave i know you're wondering how this works
1: man matt you know from the time i woke up this morning when i knew we were coming on this is the question i had sir how sir please explain this to me break this down
0: i i got you baby you know i got you thank you uh, an authorized engineer works with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and your needs because i know you got both dave both of them thanks these can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours then within three to four weeks customers mm-hmm. receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects they could start working on right away with the help of these com ed folks each recommendation includes estimated energy savings cost savings project cost, potential incentives and simple payback plans if you own a business one congratulations that's awesome two don't wait get started saving money and energy today for energy saving tips lighting incentives or to schedule your free facility assessment go to comed.com slash powering biz wait wait, wait 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 it's comed.com slash powering biz Right there on the screen if you're watching YouTube. That's right, Dave Comed.com slash powering biz. Oh, that's
1: awesome stuff. You know, Matt, I was uh speaking to uh young baby Joseph, uh texting me up, you know what I mean? Just on that hit me on the text. I asked him, was he going to Vegas? Uh and he said first he's first he said an emoji like I don't know kind of thing. And then he just sent back and said, What do you think? Like, man, you're always, he's always so cryptic. You know, There's always very cryptic about what he's doing. He never, never gets it out like that. But then he sent back. He said, wait a minute. In Vegas, it's going to be hot. How do I battle that? You know why he asked that question? Because he never understood. Never. never got it. He never understood. Why? He don't get it. He's a baby. And he don't understand why these glasses got to be so much money. You shouldn't have to pay that much money to get you some premium polarized shades on your face and still look awesome. Why does it cost you like that? You know who else asked that question? Shady Rays. They asked you that question. That independent sunglasses company offers that world-class product just as good as any pair that's expensive that you would put on your face. The durable frames, the extremely clear optics for your outdoor And as that young gentleman is over there proving, your indoor (laughs) adventures. I appreciate the steeple he just made right there. That was awesome. And also, the Matt Peck lost and broken replacement's plan. Ah, tossed it. Uh Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Where's he going? What's happening right now? He's throwing him against there. He's going to get something. He's going to the bathroom. Maybe he's going in that shower. Mama AK, he might be going in the shower. We're going to see. But let's say he tosses those glasses against the wall because he tossed that hat against the wall. The glasses are on it. They break in half. He can send that back in to Shady Rays and get himself a brand new pair, no questions asked. Or let's say there's a style that you got and you're not feeling that style. You want to send the new pair in to get yourself a style that fits you? You can do that. As long as it's, you send it in within 30 days, you can get that for free. No risk when you shop, y'all, and they always got your back. So exclusively for the listeners out there, Shady Ray is giving away their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com, use the code CHGO. Get yourself 50% off of two-plus pairs of premium polarized shades. Try for yourself. them shades that are rated five stars by over 250,000 peoples because it's Shady Rays, y'all, What the Rays are oh, so damn shady.
0: The Matt Pack Lost and Broken Replacement Plan has officially been confirmed. Mm. This replacement pair of Shady mm. Rays that replaced the pair I broke in Austin a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Made it to my folks' house up here in Michigan just in time for me to take them and hopefully not break them on our oh, Vegas nice. trip. The lost oh. and broken replacement plan from Shady Rays, y'all. Here it is in the flesh. Fresh real. new pair of Shady Rays. It's real, y'all. It's real. <laughs> I love them. I love them so much, and I appreciate it. Shout them. out Shady Rays, man. For real. I love them shades. Um, you know we're rocking those shades in Vegas. All weekend long. All right, let's talk about Julian Phillips, Dave. 35th overall pick who the Bulls traded into the second round to take on draft night. Tennessee. (laughs) 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 Yes, Baby Joey is on the Forbes 30 under 30 list. Without a doubt. (laughs) Um is Julian Phillips on the Forbes 30 under 30. I don't know. Uh, He was a McDonald's all American. Uh, AK mentioned that when talking about him in his press conference on draft night. Also all sec, all freshman team uh, in the 22, 23 collegiate season for Tennessee. We heard about all of his, you know, his physical tools from the draft combine six, eight, seven foot wingspan record, 43 inch vertical at the 23 combine. Um, what what is there something specific that you're excited to see from Julian Phillips in these summer league games, Dave?
1: Yeah, the, the shooting. That's it. That's what I'm excited to see. Everything else about his game, Matt, I don't really have a true complaint about, to be honest with you, because uh, you're just looking at the kind of player that he is. You see he's a slasher. He's a cutter. He's a great defender. He's a guy that's athletic. He's long. His IQ is really, really, really good uh, for a young guy. And you know that he's a rookie, and he's in the second round. So it's not like I'm like, oh man, this dude's gonna come in and be, you know, a world beat or anything like that. I get it, but I'm excited to see the shooting because that's the biggest knock on him and the reason he failed to where he failed to. And like I said, and like I talked about when they drafted him, everything I had heard was no, this dude can really shoot. Like he can shoot the basketball. He he was a shooter before he got to college, and it just all changed for him. Maybe lack of opportunities. Maybe just wasn't uh, lost his confidence. Whatever it was. It's the one thing that I want to see. It's definitely the one thing he talked about uh, when he first got here, when they asked him, what are his misconceptions about him? And he was like, shoot it. That's it. I want to show people I can shoot. I know I can do that. So I can't wait to showcase that. So that's what I'm looking forward to seeing, Matt, is shooting. And now working with the new shooting coach that the Bulls have, this is where, you know, he comes into play. Like this is where you make your money for, you know, for guys like Julian Phillips who have a a hitch in their giddy up Mm -hmm. when he's shooting the basketball. So. Hopefully he's fixed that. And I'm interested to see, you know, what it looks like uh in summer league.
0: Yeah, I know a lot of Bulls fans groaned and rolled their eyes. You know, the Bulls traded into the oh. draft to take this guy, another guy who can't shoot. Yeah. What the hell? Um, 24% from behind the three-point line, his single season at Tennessee. That obviously is concerning, but not end of the world. Like some guys. Can develop a better jump shot as they make their way from college to the NBA and throughout the early years of their NBA career. It's something that can be fixed and can be improved upon. I mean, the thing that raises my eyebrow a little bit more is the fact that even from the field, he shot 41%. Yeah. From the yeah. field mm-hmm. as a six-eight forward, like where are your looks coming from and why are you only shooting 41%? <laughs> that is a little bit of a red flag to me. I um, I I did like a lot of things that we heard from him. Uh, Will was not there because he had some family stuff to attend to, but I saw a report from Casey Johnson that came out this afternoon. Uh, Ju- uh, Julian Phillips had his first official availability to Chicago media after one of their summer league practices uh, in Chicago today. And, you know, he said a lot of great things that were fun to hear. You know, what are you looking forward to in summer league? And his answer was just winning. I want the team to win. I want to win as many games as we can. Mm -hmm. Um, but he talked first and foremost and often about the defense and Mm -hmm. as a individual player defense, being his calling card, being a versatile defender at the NBA level, which is something that again, AK talked about after (laughs) drafting him. Um, he, he said that as a team team defense is something we hung our hat on at Tennessee. And I want to continue to be that type of player on that type of team at the NBA level. So Mm -hmm. that's great. But we we know that we're we're excited to see what he could do defensively. And I did like also in that Casey Johnson column, there was a quote from Summer League coach John Bryant who said, "I don't think I've seen anybody get by Julian Phillips in these scrimmages mm. we're running to get ready for Summer League because he's just mm. that athletically gifted. No one has yeah. beaten him off the dribble yet. Like <laughs>
1: that's awesome. saying a lot.
0: Awesome. Yeah, that's saying a uh, lot, and that's great. I, but yeah. can we also can we also see some improvement on the shooting?" That's what we're here for is the
1: shooting. That's what we're here for. That's what I'm saying, Matt. Like the defense is there. We got that. It's the hardest thing to teach someone. So to come in already to be at that level defensively where you can probably, where, I can, where AK is like, AK already said it himself, like, you know, with the way he plays defense, I think he can actually get in the game and play just, just from that level. Because it's the hardest thing to teach, you know, a young guy. So The number one reason why a lot of young guys who come in the league don't play is mm-hmm. because they have to learn defense. And the fact he already has that down. Says a lot, you know, already. But now it's about, like you said, scoring. Like you like you mentioned, that 41%, yuck. That 26% from three, even more yuck. <laughs> you know, it's just disgusting. We want to see how you can score the basketball. Because even when he makes his moves to the bucket, and, you know, because he was scoring a lot of points, Matt, uh, just getting inside, you know, with those fish, finishing with either hand, he's really good at that. But none of it looked real smooth to me, you know, when I was watching him score. No, everything just didn't, it didn't look like it was normal to him. So I'm interested to see what that looks like in the summer league, man. And if that was just something we saw in college or if it's something that he worked and improved on. That's the other thing I like about him, too. He's a worker. You know, he's a guy who will stay in that gym and will work. And that's the way you, you know, you get on the floor in the NBA is busting your ass in practice. Coaches right. will see that and, you know, give you an opportunity.
0: Uh, I saw somebody in the comments asking about whether or not we know yet if Julian Phillips is going to be a two-way player. Uh, it was Jamal. Shout out Jamal. Um, I do not think we have a firm answer on that yet. Julian right. Phillips is not even listed on uh, Bulls spot track contracts as of yet. Um, we will. We will see. There's a chance that he gets one of the main 15 roster spots. There's a chance uh, they have him on a two-way. And speaking of which. Those two-way contracts, you know, might still be up in the air. Who gets them? And now there can be three of those said two-way contract players instead of two. One of them who was a two-way contract guy got hurt, brought back, bulls, waived him in October, re-signed him this March, and is expected to be possibly another one of those two-way guys. I know this might be the guy you're most excited to see when we head out to Vegas in a couple days, Dave. It is the Marquette uh, product. Justin Lewis, who we watched play in those Mm -hmm. NBA uh, Bulls Summer League games last year. Mm -hmm. A lot to like about Justin Lewis. He, according to John Bryant, has been a full participant in these Summer League training camp, mini camp practices, Mm -hmm. and is expected to be a full green light, full go to play in all these Summer League games uh, coming up here in Vegas.
1: Yeah, I am very excited to watch this young man play. Um, just the versatility of him on offense is what was, what caught my eye, you know? Cause when you see a guy of his frame and his stature, you automatically think he's in the post and he's dunking on people and you know, all his moves are in the post. It's not like that with him. He'll step out and hit you with a crossover and hit a baseline J he'll even step out a little further than that and hit some threes. Like he was doing that kind of thing along with the physicality that he was showing you that he, he also has along with the defense. That, that he was bringing up, along with the solid IQ as well. Like, those are awesome things. And watching him do that in the summer league just excited me. And then when he went down, he got hurt. Of course, you know, that's a bummer, you know, for, for that young man. But, you know, he didn't pout, didn't whine. He got back up. He worked, and he got himself ready, you know, coming in for this season. He looks leaner, too. I also saw him mm-hmm. playing, that. He, he looks leaner. Um, So I'm, I'm just very intrigued and interested to see what he truly, truly is, man. And we saw bits and glimpses of it in the summer league. He'll have a better opportunity with a full year under his belt, you know, and, and knowledge of the game a little bit more. Now, of course, he doesn't have, you know, the NBA knowledge yet. Cause he hasn't played yet, but he has some knowledge about what it means to play at a new level. Cause he's right. playing in the summer league. So that will be helpful to
0: him. Uh, speaking of that knowledge, Steven, can you put that comment uh, back up from Connor that you had up just a second ago? Because uh, I, I thought that was a solid comment. Connor saying, re-watching some Lewis tape, I really like his patience. He never looks out of control, and you can tell that the IQ is there. Combine that with his frame and shooting potential, very intriguing. Uh very, Yeah, I, I couldn't much. agree more. And mm-hmm. not to harp on this on the third summer league roster guy we're talking about, but you mentioned shooting potential. I went back and checked because i couldn't remember what Justin lewis's shot profile was from his days at marquette as mm-hmm. a freshman at marquette he shot 22% on 1.5 three point attempts per game his mm-hmm. sophomore year when he won the big east's most improved player award his sophomore season you know we we know about the scoring jumps the point p- points per game and rebound jumps that led to him winning that award He also increased his three-point attempts per game from 1.5 to 5.2. And the percentage with that attempt increase went from 22% to 35%. I know it's the college three-point line, and it's not the NBA three-point line. But, oh, dear God, if that little symbol of Justin Lewis developed a three-point shot from his first to second college season... And we, you know, it like he was taken away from us as soon as he was gifted to us. Yes. I want to see. Can Justin Lewis, with all of his physical tools and the, the multi-positional defender, just the way that, you know, AK's excited about Julian Phillips, right. the things that Lewis does, an excellent rebounder for a guy his size, all of that. Can he be a legitimate NBA wing who is solid on defense and be a legitimate three-point knockdown threat on the offensive end? Because if that and, potential is there, then I am as giddy as you are about him.
1: Yeah, and and what makes me even more giddy about it, Matt, is the fact that I know there's an opportunity for somebody on this team with that kind of skill set. They don't have, you know, somebody like that. You know, that size, mm-hmm. you know, that could do it on both ends of the floor, that could step out and shoot three, that could be physical with you and is a for sure four who you maybe could cheat with, you know, at a three it depends on the lineup that you're running with, but he's a for sure legitimate four. And as they just mentioned in the comments with the seven, two wingspan as well, you know what I mean? Like that helps as well. So there's a spot. Yes. There's a spot for him on the squad. If all these things click uh for Justin Lewis, he will get definite playing time if it clicks for him, man. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to watch him because just watching him and then knowing the young man that he is just hearing him speak, and talk about, you know, his life and basketball, knowing he was undrafted as well. Like he's, he's somebody that you root for. He really is. And yeah, Mm -hmm. I just, I just want to see it. I want to see it.
0: Uh, Of of some of the other names on the roster uh, to to wrap up, like, is there anybody in particular, other than those three main guys, everybody's excited to see, Uh, you know, obviously some familiar names, obviously Adama Sonogo, the undrafted guy that the Bulls also added on draft night from that championship UConn team. He will play, In these Summer League games, Daniel Aturu, a seasoned vet of the Windy City Bulls. You might also recognize Javon Freeman-Liberty, the product out of DePaul, who also played on last season's Bulls Summer League roster. Uh, The one that maybe some Bulls fans are looking at with a a more keen eye is Jonte Porter, the Mm. younger brother of freshly crowned NBA champion Mm. Michael Porter Jr., uh who I know some Bulls fans are still salty about passing on. Um uh, a- any of those other names have uh have a special bell of attention uh to your eyes this summer, Dave.
1: Uh yeah, Will, I believe is Yokum. Yeah, Yokum. Will Yokum I'm looking at as well, only because that dude shot 53% from three. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. You know what I mean? So I'm looking at him. I was like, what? You shot what? Like, yeah, I'm, what was it, Nova? Southeastern or something Mm -hmm. like that? Okay. was Averaging 20 a game, 57 from the field, 53 from three. I mean, that's a shooter, ladies and gentlemen. That's a shooter to the highest degree. I don't know what else his game is, you know what I mean? Outside of that, we're going to find out very, very quickly uh, what what else he's got for you. But him, uh, his French Bulls TV is shouting out, uh, Javon Freeman-Liberty. Of course, I'm interested to see him, local product, you know, out of DePaul uh, as well. This will be his second go-round. Uh, with the Bulls on the, on the Summer League squad. So, I'm interested to see uh, him as well. But those two guys, I, I am definitely going to be uh, keeping an eye on because if this dude comes down lights out shooting, oh man, don't, I, I mean, I don't want to speak ill, but he may, may replace the legend for me. He comes in lights out shooting, man. He may replace the legend. Whoa. He may replace the legend. Whoa. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll out. see. I'm oh just saying. Oh, my goodness. I'm just saying, man. I'm, we'll see.
0: I am I'm going to track down Matt Thomas's contact information, and I'm going to tell him you said that. You For no and, other reason. And I'm telling Lady Angel Matt Bird Thomas. that you said that, too. All hey, the Matty Thomas fans out there are going to hear what you just said. They can
1: hear it loud and clear because they know where my love lies with the legend, the greatest shooter in the world. They know where that love lies. But, damn, the 53% on the squad, Woo, that's tough, man. So I'm interested. Um,
0: I'm interested. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I can't wait. Like you said, some Bulls fans might roll their eyes. It's just summer league. They, you know, they aren't excited enough about the uh, the modest, but I think in, in our collective opinion, very solid additions they've made in the off season. Summer league is summer league. And you get to go summer and you league, get summer to watch league. a lot of young talent, try and make a name for themselves in this little mini tournament Um, in what would otherwise be a pretty down, boring time for the NBA calendar. So yeah. there's, I mean, there's a lot to be excited about. And we're excited. Um, So we're going to be off tomorrow, but then we'll arrive in Vegas on Friday. And then Friday all through Tuesday, we are having content on content on content for you guys, including post games from after some of these Bull summer league games. We're going to be doing live shows from a bunch of different locations within the marvelous. Can't wait to check it out. I've seen pictures of videos, so I know it's dope. The circa resort and casino on the North end of las vegas uh just opened in 2020 it's one of the newest and most gorgeous casino hotel resort uh sports books in las vegas that's where we're going to be posted up this year um not only staying there and hitting the casinos but also doing shows from there including one day i believe sunday we will be doing our live show from a cabana at the circa stadium swim I don't know if I've ever been more excited to say a sentence than that one just now, Dave. (laughs) I cannot wait to check out the Circa Stadium Swim. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) I'm happy that you're happy, and I can't wait to watch your joy, and I can't wait to do these shows. It's going to be fun. It's
0: going to be so much fun. Make sure you all tune into all of our content. We'll be there with the rest of the All City Network NBA crews getting content. Uh, Like I said, Dave and I will be there. Will's going to be there. We'll be credentialed attending these games, mm-hmm. getting all those inside scoops for y'all, and having some fun while we're working hard. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, that'll that do it for today. Oh, wait, hold on. We do have a couple of quick super chats we needed to get to, Stephen. Let's do that quick, and then we'll get out of here. Duns Mills with a $2 super chat. Thank, thank you, Dunn Mills, saying, trade for Dame, even if it's a 3 or 4 team trade. 14 <laughs> trade? <laughs> I mean, No. I okay. not no I'm not saying no to you I'm saying that's not happening. The yeah. Bulls are not going to be where Dame ends up. I you can yeah. make an argument for wanting Dame. A Dame Zach Levine sure. backcourt would be nasty Vicious. in a very specific kind of way. Vicious. Um but I you know I I would not put your eggs in the Bulls are getting Dame basket because come Easter you're going to be real disappointed. <laughs> uh <laughs> But we appreciate yeah. the super chat nonetheless. And one more from our guy, AK, who said, with the departure of Pat Bev, uh, add in Javon Carter, Torrey Craig, how do you think this impacts Bulls' dogness and leadership? Um, oh, the,
1: it will still be there. It increases. Like, you've added other Patrick Beverleys, you know, to the team. You've added Carter and you've added Craig. Like, those are defensive guys, you know, and we, we both know their track record with those things, like – and Carter with the shooting, we, gonna, we ain't going to get into that. But as far as the defense is concerned, Carter, Craig, and Caruso line up on the floor at the same time. Oh, my God. Like, that's some defense, ladies and gents. This was top five defense, and they got better defensively. Just, uh, just understand that.
0: True story. Um, all right, that's it. We'll get out of here for today. Shout out and thank you to everybody in the comments. Appreciate all the super chats. Thank you for hitting that thumbs up button, which if you if you haven't yet, do so now before you head out of here. Make sure you're subscribed to the CHO Sports YouTube channel. We will talk to y'all from Vegas. Shout out and thanks also to our producer, Steven. today. Um, check out that Blackhawks coverage from the Nashville trip last week if you haven't gotten around to it yet because it is legitimately awesome stuff. Yeah. Bulls fans, we'll see you from Vegas. Big Dave, I will see you at O'Hare on Friday morning, baby. That, With that my shady rays on.
1: Oh, he's so scary right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah,
0: let's do it, well, man. We'll talk to you then. Big Dave's bow, B-A-W-L Sports. I'm Bulls underscore Peck. We are C-H-O underscore Bulls. And we'll talk to you from Vegas on Friday. See you, Red. Be good.
1: Hey, Mama O.K. <laughs>